what the, the Economist writes. Knowing that America would abandon Europe, Mr. Putin would have an incentive to fight on in Ukraine and to pick off former Soviet countries such as Moldova or the Baltic states. Without American pressure, Israel is unlikely to generate an internal consensus for peace talks with the Palestinians. Calculating that Mr. Trump does not stand by his allies, Japan and South Korea could acquire nuclear weapons. By asserting that America has no global responsibility to help deal with climate change, Mr. Trump would crush efforts to slow it. And he is surrounded by China hawks who believe confrontation is the only way to preserve American dominance. Caught between a deal-making president and his warmongering officials, China could easily miscalculate over Taiwan with catastrophic consequences. Talk to me about how much less safe America is with that vision of the new global order. America is much less safe right now. Uh I think that this has always been shaped in the context of a political story. What's going to happen if he wins? This is a national security story right now. He is a threat right now. He is threatening people in America. He is validating our enemies. And he is the leader of what I've called the American insurgency. It's a social movement that seeks to reverse the election, overthrow the government, and install him as, as the leader. That is happening right now. Every day he's out in the streets. He's posting social media. He is disrupting our, 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 our civilization. He is an immediate national security threat that the national security apparatus is thinking about. I think we look at this. What happens if he wins? What happens if he's out and doing this for the next 11 months? I think that is the more immediate threat. We've got to move that bar closer back because he's got, at the end of the day, millions of people who are angry with guns who will do what he says. And I think we have to approach it in that kind of framework first and most of all. And, and I think also if you if he does win and you think about what that means for sort of the geopolitical order, Amy referenced the greatest generation, right? And in the greatest generation, America was part of the allied powers that were for liberal democracy and freedom against the Axis powers that were for authoritarianism and dictatorship. There is a rising axis of authoritarians out there in the world right now. It includes Russia. It includes China. It includes countries like Turkey and Hungary who are trading ideas and working together. Whether there is a Cold War or, God forbid, a hot war, The notion that America in the 21st century would be on the side of the Axis powers is a terrifying thought. We don't make America great again by putting us on the Axis side and not the Allied side. Let me ask you, though, as someone who focuses a lot on elections, if every U.S. election moving forward becomes this plea to voters, democracy is on the line. One, what does that do to the very nature of our elections? And two, can you ever advance as a country as and as a society if democracy itself always remains in peril? You can't. You can't have a sustainable democracy where one of the two parties has been captured by an extremist authoritarian movement and is consistently representing the potential end of free democracy. But I don't think that's where we necessarily need to be. We have a significant anti-MAGA, anti-authoritarian majority in this country. The challenge we have is some of our electoral system design choices actually make it so that a plurality, not a majority, could mean gerrymandering the Electoral College. And if you go back and look at the early 20th century, after the Great Depression, a loss of faith in institutions, you see a fracturing of parties around the world in the United States, in Europe, a lot like we're seeing today, where we're seeing a fracturing of parties, third party candidates rising. And the danger is when it fractures like that, a plurality faction can sneak through And people who do not represent a majority of views can take power. It's why some of these third-party candidates represent one of the greatest threats right now, because they could create a situation in which a very unpopular authoritarian leader 
could sneak through and take power again. And, I- and breaking in just the last hour, Speaker Mike Johnson announcing that security footage of the January 6th attack will be made available to the public. That includes footage that was given to then Fox News host Tucker Carlson by Speaker Kevin McCarthy earlier this year. You poured through this footage. You took steps to make sure that the footage didn't disclose sensitive security information. Your reaction to Speaker Johnson's move today? Yeah, it's dangerous. You know, the Capitol Police gave it to us, Alicia, with really strict conditions that we needed to clear with them before we publicly showed any of that footage. That's relevant because it demonstrates some events uh, in and around the Capitol. There are security cameras posted all over the complex, but the specific location of those cameras uh, is closely held law enforcement sensitive information. And if they're all disclosed and a map can essentially be recreated as to where they are, that will make it easier for future uh, rioters who are intent on disrupting another joint session of Congress or official proceeding to circumvent those cameras. So it's really risky to just throw the doors open and make them together without any protection. There's also the fact that just this week you had a Republican congressman uh, peddling conspiracy theories about what actually happened on January 6th, trying to argue that the FBI was involved in January 6th. You take this footage and you put it in the hands of bad actors. Who knows where it goes? Well, and I think it's a bit weird that Mike Johnson is doing this. He's recently become the Speaker of the House, right? He was a sort of consensus candidate when they kind of panicked after three weeks of Republicans not having a speaker. And also, he recently endorsed Donald Trump. So you have to wonder, is he doing this as like a campaign stunt or is he doing this in his job as Speaker of the House? Break it down a little bit more for our viewers so they have a better understanding, because I, too, am saying this is a head scratcher. It really is, Katie, and you were talking before about Congress and the budgetary crisis with Congress kicking the can down the road. This is an example of a judge kicking the can up the road. She's made this baseline finding that Trump participated in insurrection. But to be removed from the ballot under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, you have to have taken an oath as an officer of the United States. And she curiously found that the president is not an officer of the United States. There's some technical legal jargoning going on here. Now this will go to the Colorado Supreme Court for a decision as to whether they'll reverse and find that Trump. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's I got a free shot. All these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Saturday, 18 November, the year of our Lord, 2023. We're kicking off. This is the week of uh, Thanksgiving, uh, our favorite show of the week, the Saturday morning show. Um, a lot to get to in the, what are, what are we, the nerve center of the American insurgency? That's all that discussion at the front, uh, which is, it shows you the danger of this economist uh, cover story for their year end looking forward to 2024, where it calls MAGA and Donald Trump the, the most dangerous 
forces in the entire world. I want you to think about that for a second. Uh, we're going to go through that the entire show today. We've got a lot to get to. Uh, from Rome, we're going to be in Romania with the COVID conference. Ben Harnwell is going to join us in Rome. We're going to go out to Tyler, Texas with uh, Bishop Joseph Strickland. Uh, but I want to start with um, Julie Kelly. Uh, in, in this J6 footage, Mike Davis is going to join us from Denver. So we're going to cover everything today, including the southern border. So let's get to work. Uh, Julie Kelly, um, the, uh, they're not happy that the footage has finally been released. Folks, I I want you to understand that after 11 months in power, we finally, Mike Johnson finally gives us the footage. Julie, walk us through all of it, ma'am. So let's take a little victory lap here. As I said on Twitter last night, uh, we have to take the small victories when we get them. And this certainly is a victory. You have been pressuring uh, House Republicans to do this. I certainly have my first article about releasing the tapes I wrote in May of 2021 when we found out that at least 14,000 hours of security footage had been put under protective orders as court proceedings occurred for January 6th uh, defendants. So this is a big win because, to your point, all the right people are melting down. Not just the people that you see on MSNBC, but you see Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger lashing out, Jamie Raskin lashing out. But look, this is just the start. The American people have not seen this footage. We have seen some of it. I have access to some of this footage. I've seen it. I've posted some of it. But the majority of the public has not seen this. And that is why these people are freaking out. And this is just the beginning of the breaking of the dam uh, here, Steve. There's going to be more footage released that not just show police helping people in, but the level of police brutality that day that prompted a lot of the clashes between protesters and, uh, and police. There's going to be a lot more seen. And as I said, this is the beginning of the breaking of the dam. To the point that you have made and I've made also, we need a January 6th select committee run by Republicans, put these people like Tim Heafy, who was just interviewed. Why did Tim Heafy cover up, Heapy or whatever his name is, why did the January 6th committee cover up parts of their investigation related to the involvement of federal agencies and the FBI? Why didn't the January 6th committee interview FBI Director Christopher Wray? How can you have an investigation and not interview the head of the top law enforcement agency in the country? So there is a lot more truth to be revealed about January 6th. And Steve, you could see the response on our side on social media. This is a huge issue to the base and Republicans are getting to see that first and foremost. This is a huge issue, not just the truth and the cover up. But of course, the 1,200 Americans and counting who have been ensnared in this abusive, retaliatory Department of Justice investigation. I was just in Washington this week. I sat in jury selection for another January 6th defendant, 478 days between his arrest and his trial. And watching this D.C. jury pool come through, the comments that they make about January 6th and and the uh, protesters speaks to not just the unfair trials that are going on, but how in the hell is Donald Trump going to get a fair jury seated for his March 4th trial in the nation's capital? There's so much happening with this, which is why House Republicans now need to take the next step and create their own committee because the videos are just only one part of this. I I, want to repeat this. It's imperative for Johnson 
to when he gets back, I think on Tuesdays, the first day back a week, he must reinstate the joint committee on, on, on J6. Let mm-hmm. him have a ranking member. Let him have minority counsel. Let's set it up the right way, not not the way yeah. that was set up. It's one of the re- one of the one of the key arguments I've made in in my case, which I don't talk much about. But this is you can't do it the way Nancy Pelosi did it. You have to do it by the rules. But Johnson must set this up. We must have yes. the House go through and do a formal event. This must be adjudicated with Democrats thrown in. Two things we must adjudicate now must be done is number one, we have to get to the bottom of J6, and this footage is part of it. We have to get to the bottom of it. Wherever it leads, have to get to the bottom of it. All of it. All of it. And you also have to investigate Nancy Pelosi's committee. This, mm-hmm. this committee, this committee, I think, I, think there's, I think there's brazen criminality in yes. what they did, and I think that will be proven. Criminality. Are you, do you agree with me? Julie, you follow this closer than any person in the country. Do you agree with me? Absolutely. They have already buried evidence. We are still waiting for the production of records from the Secret Service uh, that have now been buried at the Department of Justice, Department of Homeland Security, and the Biden White House. So there are still records that uh, Barry Loudermilk, who is the head of the House Administrative Committee, who has been looking into this, he has sent letters to the Biden White House and DHS and other authorities seeking these missing records. Get this, Steve. All of the video interviews, you know, they they offered the J6 committee would offer clips of that during their televised performances. None of those video, um, none of that footage has been archived or given over to House Republicans. Why not? Because we know we're going to be able to compare what was really said or at least the context of some of these clips. Also, I want all of those yep. those four celebrity January 6th committee, uh, January 6th cops, Mike Fanone, Dan Hodges, Aquilina Ganell, and Harry Dunn. They not only lied under oath to Congress in that hearing, they have lied under oath in court testimony and victim impact statements that have prompted longer prison sentences because they've all lied about what they endured on January 6th, what they saw, allegations of racism, Michael Fanon was almost killed. We also have footage that totally contradicts that. Those four need to be put back on the stand under oath and explain their lies. Amen. Offense, offense, offense. Julie, where did we go to get you? Social media, your site, your Substack, all of it. Substack declassified with Julie Kelly. Twitter, Julie underscore Kelly 2. And True Social, Julie underscore Kelly. Julie, thank you so much for taking time today. Julie Kelly, we need to go on offense. The tip of the tip of the spear, Julie Kelly. Three years of her life covering this. Short break, Mike Davis in Denver. Next. Okay, EnviroCleanse never does this. They just announced a massive Black Friday discount. Let me tell you why this is important. EnviroCleanse is predicting another triple-demic this year, and the best way to fight a cold or flu is not to get it. That's why I got EnviroCleanse for the war room, the new science in home air purification. The reason is that they are uh, approved by the Pentagon. They're approved by the Department of Defense for Navy combatants. When I was a young ensign and an auxiliary engineer, The uh, air purification came under my auspices, and I can tell you that this is the product that you want because it qualifies to be used on a Navy combatant. 
EnviroCleanse, the military-grade technology, wipes out bacteria, toxins, and mold that can make you sick. That's why the Navy chose it, to protect the air on board our Navy ships. Get EnviroCleanse for your home. It's available now for your home with that technology. And do it before a virus takes your whole family down. Right now, you can save 35% during their Black Friday sale. Plus, get fast, free shipping. Visit ekpure.com. That's E-K for EnviroCleanse. ekpure.com and use promo code STEVE35 for 35% off. That's ekpure.com, code STEVE35 for the 35% discount. They've never done this before, so take advantage of it. ekpure.com. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we got Mike Davis, Jeff Clark, and Cash Patel. We're going to get to the bottom. And I wanted to tee it up first with, uh, with um, the J6 footage because it's inextricably linked. Look, why is the economist doing this? Why are they in Melton? Why now are you part of an American insurgency? MAGA is the worst thing in the world. Uh, this is all Biden runs against. You guys are criminal in nature. You're the backbone of the nation, but you're the worst people ever born and uh, are, are set to destroy the United States of America. Why is that? Because we're getting stronger every day. They know that. The MAGA tide is ascendant. They understand that. They understand we're much more sophisticated and tougher than in 2016. That's why you have all these people working on all these different efforts about deconstructing the administrative state uh, when President Trump takes office again. No more games, as President Trump would say. Um, You can't go forward... Until you get to the bottom of the 2020 steel, and you can't go forward until you get to the bottom of J6. Just can't do it. These things will fester for decades. Always be questioned. We have to have the truth come out. Whatever the truth leads us, wherever the facts lead, the facts have to come out on both those events. They must come out. They must come out now. Speaker Johnson needs to reinitiate. The J6 committee, and not at bogus like uh, Benny Thompson and Pelosi. You have to have a, a ranking member, a Democrat, and they have to have minority counsel. That's the American you know, common law system. It has to. They have to be able to see uh, evidence. They have to be to cross-examine witnesses. If we had done this the original way, it wouldn't be in this situation today. That must happen. And Speaker Johnson can make it happen. And look, this is not a shiny toy. We don't jump on shiny toys here. The J6 footage is incredible. Some of the stuff has come out. Uh, if we could play, uh, if we can play that one thing that Benny Johnson, and I think Dom Lucra, I think Dom Lucra put it up first, got over a million hits. If we can play that. You see right here, this is a, this is a federal asset. This Look at this guy. He's all dressed up. He's got a helmet on, never takes the helmet off. Uh, you got, he's, he's handcuffed. They take him off to the side. They undo the handcuffs, and then he fist bumps one of, the, one of the officers, one of the Capitol Hill officers, or one of the DHS guys. You're telling me that's a J6? <laughs> You're telling me that's a... First off, if that's a J6 guy, why are they doing it? Doesn't feel like an insurrection. That's the type of question you have to get to. You have to get to who is that guy. He has to come forward, testify. You got to get, you got to get Ray. You got to get all of them. This stinks to high heaven. People know that. And now that we're in power, and it is obscene, and this is one of the McCarthy situations in the, in the establishment because they don't want – the Republican establishment hates you as much or even more 
than the radical left. I know that may be hard to believe, but it's true. That's why, they, that's why they've suppressed this. It's November going into December of the first year that we've taken the House and we haven't done this yet, but it must happen immediately. And, we must, and people should start working seven days a week, 20-hour days. This is one of the urgent tasks before us. It must happen. Uh, want to make sure everybody, you got to get jacked up for this. Warpath Coffee, go to warpath.coffee slash war and promo code war room. The dark roast, best in the world, the mid roast, the middle roast, the mild roast, I guess we call them. Pretty, not too shabby. I think you'll love them. And all the holiday blends. But the dark roast, if you're a dark roast drinker, best ever made, best ever roasted in the United States of America. Tage Gill and his team. Also, we're honored to have Birch Gold once again sponsor our Saturday show, birchgold.com. Slash Bannon. Make sure you go there today and just ask the simple question: Why are the central banks of the nations in the world that control all the natural resources buying gold at record rates, and the Federal Reserve, with the other central banks, the European Central Bank, Bank of England, Bank of Tokyo? Why are they all buying uh, their own kind of phony bonds and putting more fiat currency? Thirty trillion dollars. Ask Philip Patrick. Ask that question. Just wait for the answer. Okay, Mike Davis. Uh, Den- Denver is a lot more complicated than people. It was, she blinked. It's a huge win for the president. But this is set up here. I want you to walk through it. I've got Clark here and I've got cash because we got to get to the bottom of all this. And they're going to use this as political warfare. There's no doubt. Walk us through. W- walk us through where we are in Colorado, sir. Who is legally by it? She donated. Uh, last year, last uh, last October, to a, an anti-Trump January sixth pack with its mission to chase Republicans out of office. Uh, the gov- the Democrat governor named Sarah Wallace as a judge in August, effective January twenty twenty three. By the between when the governor named her and when she took the bench, she made this donation to this anti-Trump January sixth pack. So at the beginning of the trial, Trump filed a motion to recuse, and she said, oh, I don't remember making this donation. Regardless, I can still be fair. Well, that's not the legal standard, and it's not believable that she doesn't remember making this donation. You would think that it was just a year ago you would remember the donations you made, particularly after you're a judge designee by the governor and you're waiting to take the bench. So it's just not credible that she doesn't remember making this anti-Trump January 6th donation in October of 2022, right before the midterm elections. And it doesn't matter. Under the under the legal standard, she is objectively biased. It doesn't matter matter whether she thinks subjectively she could be fair, objectively she's biased. And she delivered for the Democrats despite the headlines, right? And here's how she delivered. She had this trial, and during this trial, she let in this January 6th report, which is clearly inadmissible hearsay evidence. And her rationale for doing this is, oh, well, this was a bipartisan commission. And, oh, I know that there was some trouble with the Republicans and they boycotted this thing. But, you you know, and Speaker Pelosi appointed Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger to this commission. But they're good Republicans. So, it you know, it's, it's, it's reliable evidence, which is just complete nonsense to every war room listener. They laugh if you think that Liz Cheney and Adam, Adam Kinzinger are reliable Republicans, right? We know they're not, right? They're... They're Trump deranged and Trump fried their brain and they're Democrats now effectively. But so the Sarah Wallace let this evidence in at this trial and then she used this evidence at trial to say that there was an insurrection 
right, which is just nonsense, as, as, as you saw from these videos that Speaker Mike Johnson released. How the hell was that an insurrection? How many insurrectionists uh, go into a nation's capital unarmed, follow police direction, walk through velvet ropes, get to the Senate floor of the nation's capital, take selfies, don't burn down the damn place, don't break every statue, and they walk out, right? January 6th was a lawful protest permitted by the National Park Service that got out of control and turned into a riot. You know, we may find that, that it got out of control because federal agents provoked people like you were talking about, Steve. And, and this, this video is so important because it may prove that. But regardless, this is not an insurrection under any definition of insurrection. It's just laughable to say that January 6th was an insurrection. It was a riot, right? And so, but this Sarah Wallace used this one-sided January 6th report. They brought in these performance artists, Capitol Police officers and others, and this goofball expert from Las Vegas who says when Democrats say fight, they mean it in the political sense. But when Republicans like Trump say fight, they mean go go commit violence. It was just a head scratcher watching this thing. It was laughable, right? And I sat through this trial. And so then Judge Wallace said, okay, there's an insurrection and we're going to just ignore Supreme Court precedent for 50 years or 60 years, the, the Brandenburg versus Ohio case where it talks about the requirement for the incitement uh, of violence. We're just going to ignore that. And we're going to say that there's a different legal standard under the 14th Amendment that she just made up. And so Trump caused this insurrection, whether it's whether it's incited or whatever, he caused this insurrection somehow. Uh, and okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Slow down one second. I just want to make sure. I, in this trial, and correct me if I'm wrong, she had experts come on on and when they making the the prosecution's case or one prosecution, but the the against Trump case, and they had people come in and talk about insurrection. The only evidence thereof she ever submitted was the complete uh, was the I shouldn't say complete because it's not a complete the existing report. Of the J6 committee, she they put in as evidence, correct? I just want to make sure that's the yeah, evidence they, they, they all, brought forward for Trump as an insurrectionist. They brought in that report. They also brought in uh, they also brought in police officers with firsthand witness. So it's not just the report, but it was heavily based upon that hearsay report, right? That biased hearsay report. And we see from the tapes that Speaker Mike Johnson just released that that report was bogus. It was biased because it only showed selective clips of January 6th, the worst clips, and it didn't show all the clips and it didn't show any clips in context, right? Because it's very clear that January 6th was a lawful protest that got out of control and turned into a right. And we've said, as we've said all along, there are three categories of people who were there that day. There were people who were there uh, who showed up and they were peaceful and they didn't trespass and they didn't commit any violence. They had an absolute right to be there, right? The people who trespassed, if you can even say that many of them trespassed when the doors were open for them, but the people who trespassed should be charged with trespass. And the people who were violent should be charged with violence, right? And it may be different whether it's provoked or not provoked by violence, but there are many categories of but, people there that okay. day, right? Hey, and the, what, hey, hey, what the Democrats have done is just lump them all hey, together. Yes, exactly. And we're going to take that report apart brick by brick in, in the following couple of weeks because it's so important as it was put here as as the basis for the claim that he's an insurrectionist. 
We're going to take a short commercial break. Here's one thing I want to put a pin in. I'm going to come back and ask you and Clark. She, in this ruling, has gone down a slippery slope. Are you to tell me by putting in a congressional report that can be that can be a predicate for action to take someone off a ballot? Can we therefore take the report on um, that could come out very quickly on Hunter Biden and uh, and Joe Biden taking uh, taking cash even before the impeachment inquiry goes and not use that to take Joe Biden off the uh, off ballots and stakes? Can we not? Start moving forward on, on taking Biden off. If, if this is her standard, if the standard is a congressional report, that it was a committee that was not set up appropriately, there is no question about it. There was no ranking member. There was no minority counsel. There was no ability to see the evidence and cross-examine like Cassie Hutchinson. The judge has opened up Pandora's box. It's time for MAGA maybe to jump in and use Pandora's box. Short break. Clark, Cash Patel, Mike Davis next. Debt. You go to bed thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. Now, here's the truth. The system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. And insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. Done with debt is your lifeline. Done with debt has an ingenious new strategy to help erase your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Done with debt analyzes all the debt options you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills. They know how to cut interest rates. Their skilled staff of negotiators know how to get debt out of your life permanently without bankruptcy and without additional loans. Done with debt are the experts in brilliant strategies for eliminating debt. But you need to hurry because some debt solutions are time sensitive. Now, here's how easy they make it. Go to donewithdebt.com. That's donedebt.com. Donewithdebt.com. Go there today. Action, action, action. Stop the worrying. Take action. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We have a lot of stuff we have to juggle. We have Peter McElvaney is over in Romania. The, the, this annual COVID, this international COVID uh, conference is amazing. We're going to be streaming parts of it. Later today, McElvey is also doing interviews. We're going to try to get him here live in the second hour, but there's a ton going on. It's just amazing information coming out of COVID that we know everybody, the, the whole, the vaccine, the mandates, all of it, the origination of the, of the bioweapon, all of it. So we're going to make sure we've got him over as our special correspondent, Hearts of Oak. We'll get to all that. Um, also want to make sure that the, the rhetoric is one of the reasons I play this uh, economist, uh, these clips, and I'll play more on Monday. The um, rhetoric against you, against this audience, is uh, is now reached beyond a level of danger. Just just hear them in their own words. You're the most dangerous element of ex- you know you're you're domestic extremist, um, violent extremist. A million of you have millions of you have guns. That Trump's working you folks up every day. They hate the fact that you have power. They hate the fact that you're exerting your power. They hate the fact that they see the rising tide of populist nationalism in this country. They hate the fact that they're now people with years of experience. Uh, You saw the MSNBC 22-minute hit piece on Mike Davis where they say, hey, look, this guy is so qualified. Bang, 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 bang. They go through the qualifications. This is what you're seeing about the attacks on the Jeff Clarks of the world and the Russ votes. People have had senior jobs in the administration before will come back in. They're in panic. 
uh, and you must uh, we must take that into our calculations as we go forward. Uh, their fear and panic means they're going to make more and more mistakes, and we're going to take advantage of every one of those mistakes because our objective here is to free the American people of the administrative state and its rogue national security and law enforcement element, the deep state. Uh, that is our task and purpose. And in doing that, uh, make sure that we restore the peace and prosperity of the Trump administration in the years uh, 2017 uh, to 2019 before the CCP hit us with a bioweapon. And, of course, uh, the forces of darkness uh, pre uh, presented the summer of love in 2020. You all remember that, right? Uh, so the way we're going to do this is uh, is to use the actual uh, rules against them. One of the reasons we must have the reinstatement of the J6 committee immediately is to use that as a platform to adjudicate what actually happened on the 2020 election, the reality, the facts, and what happened on uh, on January 6th. I think there's no doubt you'll see that this is a Fed's direction. I think that's why they're so panicked. Why have they held this footage? It's a footage... It's just like the numbers in 2020. If it was on their side, you, you would have your nose rubbed in it every day. You would have had your nose rubbed in this footage every day. That's why they're so panicked. It's so dangerous. You can see the camera angles. It's all more lies, spin, and misrepresentation. Uh, in that mode, uh, Eric Prince, who is one of, the, you know, one of the foundational elements of our movement, uh, Eric Prince has uh, taken three years of his time to, to make this phone, to build this phone called Unplugged, Unplugged.com. The government, foreign intelligence services, nobody can listen to you when you have this phone. They have worked on this thing to make sure that it is bulletproof in that regard for your security. Also, nobody can get your data, sell your data, any, anything like that. And no unwanted impressions. I think by the study is... Uh, by the time someone's 13 or 14 years old, they've had a phone, I think it's 72 million impressions that go to form their character. So none of that would happen. So go to Unplugged.com today and check it out. Mike Davis, where, where did the ruling yesterday leave us and what is what is the path forward? So, yeah, this Denver District Court Judge Sarah Wallace just ignored the hearsay rules. She found that there was an insurrection, uh, which is laughable after you watch these videos released by Speaker Mike Johnson. And she held that Trump caused that insurrection, which is laughable if you look at Supreme Court pre precedent like the Brandenburg case. So now where we go, she she got right to the edge. She pushed the ball as far as she could. But I think she was starting to feel the heat and she blinked. And so there's a bit of a tactical retreat. She she held she ruled that, yeah, there was an insurrection. Trump caused it. But under the 14th Amendment, under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, the disqualification clause, she isn't sure whether the president is an officer under the 14th Amendment. And so, therefore, she's going to err on the side of caution. What this does is it allows these Democrat plaintiffs to take this right to the Colorado Supreme Court on that legal issue alone to, uh, to appeal directly to the Supreme Court under, a, under the special election challenge out here. The Supreme Court is stacked by leftists because we stopped – winning elections in Colorado when they legalized weed and went to all-male ballots and all the New York and California dirtballs moved here. So the Supreme Court's probably going to reverse and hold that legally the president is, is included as an officer under the 14th Amendment and therefore President Trump is disqualified. And then that puts the Supreme Court of the United States in a bad place from their perspective because they're actually going to have to put on their big boy pants, take a Trump case and do their jobs. Mike Hanger for one second. I'm bringing Jeff Clark. Jeff, you came on the show. We had Mike and Dershowitz on the first day this broke with the uh, 
with the Leonard Leo's Federal Society getting back in. You came in, I think, on the next day, and you laid out exactly why she wouldn't be able to take him off the ballot. Uh, walk through that, and do you think that'll be? Uh, do you think that this will hold will hold over time? Because it looks like they're going to try to worm their way around it. Walk us through why you said at the beginning they would lose. They, she would have to blink at this level. Sure. Let me let me just make one point, a finer point on the January sixth stuff. So the way that she let in the January sixth report, which I think is truly ludicrous, is she said, "I'll admit it." conditionally subject to cross-examination of Tim Heafy, who was the top uh, lawyer, the investigative lawyer for the January 6th committee for uh, Nancy Pelosi, really, and Benny Thompson, and uh, Troy Nels, the Republican representative, right? I mean, this is ridiculous, the idea that there's someone who is not a witness, right, in, in Heafy. He's just a lawyer, and he somehow can sanitize all of the hearsay evidence uh, because you can ask him questions about what the witnesses said. That's like truly uh, ridiculous. And, you know, the idea that you could admit the January 6th report, I think, uh, you know, is something that would be laughed out of 90% of courts in, in America. On your question about, uh, you know, what is the substance of her ruling here? So that, you know, you've gone through the two bad elements of her decision, her finding that Trump engaged in an insurrection, uh, that he incited uh, to it with uh, with violence, right? And that that was not protected by the First Amendment because she found it met the Brandenburg test for uh, imminence, intention, and tendency, uh, which I think that's a very vulnerable ruling in and of itself. But it's a 102-page ruling, Steve. She doesn't get to the bottom line, which she could have reached because it's really a, a threshold question, until page 100 to 101. And on that page, she says, while the court agrees that there are persuasive uh, arguments on both sides, the court holds that the absence of the president from the list of positions to which uh, the amendment applies, and that's the argument I laid out in my uh, paper on the Citizens for Renewing America site, uh, combines with the fact that Section 3 uh, specifies that the disqualifying oath is one to support the Constitution, whereas the presidential oath is to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution. It appears that the court, for whatever reason, I'm sorry, that the, uh, to the court, that for whatever reason, the drafters of Section 3 did not intend to include a person who had only taken the presidential oath. So I think that is a very solid argument, but it's an argument I've already seen Judge Ludig attacking as, uh, uh, you know, technical. And actually, during the same time you're running your show, I think Ali Velshi was having uh, Tribe and uh, Ludig on to, you know, attack the decision. So given the nature of the Colorado Supreme Court, I would not be surprised if they reversed. But, you know, then it's going to go to the U.S. Supreme Court, as we've all been predicting for a long time. But but let's go back to the threshold question. His point, I was going to make it, but he, he brought it in so brilliantly. In a 102-page opinion, it's the last page. It's essentially before you get to the, you know, it's on page 100. She actually gets to the punchline. She, she knew this at the beginning. Was not this entire trial just to get the J6 report in as some sort of thing to designate Trump as an insurrectionist? Was that her whole purpose the entire time, yeah. as you can tell by the 99 pages she wrote on this? Because you, she knew this. There's nothing in this trial not one piece that came up that is relevant to actually the threshold question of does the oath uh you know does the oath of the president 
uh, fall under this type of a provision, correct? Am I wrong in that? I'm not a lawyer, but it just seemed to me that this was it, kind it, of uh, she kind pure, of she did this on for a purpose. It's a pure question of law. You don't need a trial to answer this question, right? You just need to write briefs on both sides and then have the judge construe the provisions. So, you know, what lawyers have this phrase, Latin uh, obiter dicta, right? This is superfluous material, things you don't need to say, things you don't say as a matter of judicial restraint. This entire uh, opinion is a dicta fest because it's 100 pages of, you know, besmirching Trump and saying he loses this argument, he loses that argument based on facts, but based on facts that come in from the January 6th report, which is not uh, evidence, it's just a, a report, it's an opinion of a bias set up by Nancy Pelosi that excluded uh, the uh, Republicans who were selected by the Republican conference. Um, and, you know, that's just not the way you do analysis. Chief Justice Roberts has a great quip where he said that if it's not necessary to decide uh, more to a case, then in my view, it is necessary not to decide more to a case. In other words, you only decide what you need to decide and that's it. You could have just like written a five page opinion with this point up front and then it's, you know, that, then you don't need to reach anything. And you say, I don't need to reach any of the other questions because, uh, you know, this answer is dispositive and it, you know, disposes of this case. That's the way a judge with judicial restraint acts. So this judge was not doing that. And we know that because she's biased, right? She's a Democrat. She, you know, Democratic, uh, I'm sorry, donated to the Democrat organization that Mike Davis has really been dogging. And so, you know, she's just trying to throw as much dirt as possible on Trump before she backs away from the precipice. She did have a nice footnote, I will say, Steve, where she says, look, there are arguments on both sides, but if they're unclear, we have to, quote, err on the side of democratic norms. In other words, let the people of the United States vote for who they want to have as their president. And I think that's really the overarching uh, point that many of us have been urging for some time. Mike, does this now going to the Colorado Supreme Court, is this really exposed as kind of a psyop media war to basically put in the people's mind and local media as they cover these different trials? Because they're going to go to every state again on this, uh, that Trump's an insurrectionist and should be off the ballot. Isn't that the purpose of what the left is doing here? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's the political part of it. But I actually think the Democrats are doing everything they can to disqualify President Trump from the bout. And I think that this Denver District Court judge had every intention of doing this. But she felt the political pressure. And I think she blinked at the last minute. So she got this case, got this opinion as far as she could. She got as close to the edge of the cliff as she could. And then she backed off and then she's going to wait for the Colorado Supreme Court to reverse her on that narrow legal question of whether the 14th Amendment, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, the disqualification clause uh, applies to president, a president as an officer or if it doesn't. And if it applies, like the Colorado Supreme Court will likely hold, then they disqualify Trump and then they use that in other states. Right now, they're in tactical retreat in key states like Minnesota, like Colorado, like New Hampshire, uh, because they feel the political heat, right? They're 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 not deciding this on yeah. on different grounds because it's a primary versus a general election on standing whether the president's an officer or not. They're going to come back at this. They're going to come back at this again, especially yeah. when they see that President Trump is beating Biden like a drum on November fifth, twenty twenty four. They impeached him twice for nonsense. They indicted him four times for non crimes. They yeah. illegally gagged him. They're trying to bankrupt his business for non-fraud. This is legal Hail Mary. They're in tactical retreat. They're going to come back.
Mike, what is your uh, where do they go to find out everything on Article 3? You guys have been doing an amazing job. Article3project.org. You can donate there. Help us fund that ad that's making everyone's heads explode. And that 22-minute clip with MSNBC that I'm going to put on our website uh, at article3project.org. Uh, get her Twitter truth. My personal is at Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day. I wouldn't want to live without it. This is nutrition the way nature intended. I get way more energy. My skin looks better. It helps with my digestion. I just feel better and healthier overall. That's how I knew Field of Greens was working for me. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. And with flu season here, I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy, not some vaccine. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. I got you at 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Do it today. Stephen K. Bannon. I want to thank Birch Gold uh, for uh, being our sponsors for the Saturday show. Make sure you go to Birch Gold. Now it's time, I think, and they've got all these products, tax-free, uh, tax-deferred products to look at. But now I think it's time for you to immerse yourself in information about precious metals as part of your asset classes, right? I think it's time to check it out, particularly since a lot of you haven't had a great run on government bonds. You were told uh, that they were bulletproof, and if you bought 30s, uh, they're trading at 50 cents for the dollar. Not your fault. It's kind of that's Bidenomics, baby. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon today to get all the information, including the end of the dollar empire. Go check that out. Also, in doing that, you think about these rates, nobody can take out a second. 30, 30 year mortgage as high as it's been since, I don't know, the 1990s. Nobody can take out a, a, a second uh, legitimately because it's just too expensive to redo the bathroom on a home equity loan or a second mortgage on the house. That doesn't mean the cyber criminals now. Combined with AI, you can't do that. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and check it out. Make sure you take that worry off of your checklist because your title insurance does not protect you. A lot of people think it does, does not. Make sure you go to Home Title Lock. Immerse yourself in information of the professionals over there that can take that worry that someone can, a hard money lender or some cyber bandit can come in and take a hard money loan out on your title and you got to pay it off. HomeTitleLock.com. Uh, Cash Patel, you were the key witness. Your testimony was riveting. Uh, the judge uh, did not agree with that. But I want to I want to go back. Why is your testimony? And this is why the 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 J six got to be reconstituted. You know, your testimony that laid out the facts of what President Trump tried to do to thwart an insurrection is absolutely vital. It was the key part, I think, of the trial. The judge went out of her way to say. Uh, she believed the J6 Commission, which I don't even think released your, or we can't find it, released your testimony versus your live testimony. Give us your assessment. Yeah, Steve, the January 6th truth has finally entered the American bloodstream writ large. 
Coupled with Mike Johnson's releasing of the January 6th tapes, this judge's written order will show their lies that they have been stacking up in the media for years against the January 6th, not only defendants, but also what President Trump did in the days leading up to January 6th. And I need the War Room Posse to go out there and put out my transcript, which we just sent you the link to, Steve Bannon, from the January 6th committee. The first guy subpoenaed, the last transcript released. And this judge had a problem finding the evidence that I gave under oath, selective inclusion of evidence is unconstitutional. This judge, a government gangster wearing a black robe, I call her the female version of Adam Schiff, Mrs. Schiff goes to Washington, just released her memo so that she could be lauded by the government grundoons and the radical left-wing media. She set up the disinformation campaign on the narrative that Donald Trump committed a quote-unquote insurrection even though special counsel Jack Smith has refused to charge Donald Trump with the crime of insurrection. This judge went further than Jack Smith was even to go about with her lies. And look, it's not about me. It's about getting the truth out on January 6th. And why does she go out of her way to talk about my testimony? By the way, Steve, we also sent you the video compilation of my testimony from the Colorado courtroom. Let's blast that out to the posse. And for those not listening, and the War Room Posse, this is your call to America, call to action. It's our job to get the January 6th truth out there. And yes, do you want to know the one place to get it out there? I am holding up my copy of Government Gangsters. Do you know what Chapter 18 is in charge entitled? The Insurrection That Never Was. Do you want the whole truth about January 6th in one place? It's right here. Do you know what's in the back of this book? The Capitol Police timeline, the DOD timeline, Mayor Bowser's letter where she declined the National Guard authorization from President Trump. Why do you think Joe Biden didn't want this book out for 10 months? Why do you think this judge selectively excluded those timelines given by the DOD, the DOJ, the Capitol Police, Bowser and Pelosi themselves, their own written words, undo this judge's entire order? They don't want the truth on January 6th, and I gave it to you guys in one place. Blastoutgovernmentgangsters.com right now. Everybody at the Thanksgiving table should be spilling gravy on government gangsters and then slopping it up because that's where the truth lies, Steve. And this is what these people want. I want to – yeah. I want to have it back on. We're going to push out your testimony, J6, and we're going to push out all the video, video, everything else, and cash – I need you back on here on Monday. I know you're busy, but I got to work this out because oh, yeah. I want to. I want to set it up. I want to tee it up for the Thanksgiving dinner when people are in each in in in, in your in laws' face about what the and facts I are here. Steve, I just want to. Um, there's one truth. Can yeah. I just say one truth about Donald Trump's actions? Yeah, sure, sure. Donald Trump authorized ten to twenty thousand National Guard days before January sixth. If we're to believe this judge's written word. How did I get 10,000 national troops there if he only had authority over 2,000 on January 6th when Pelosi and Bowser finally came in with the request? Uh, Cash, give us all your touch points. So over the weekend, we're going to go to work on this big time because the the convergence of the J6 tapes and what Johnson's doing, what this trial showed, your testimony, we're now going to go on offense. So where do people go? It's one place for me at Cash on Truth Social, at KS on Truth Social. I'm going to put up the testimony. I'm going to put up the video. I'm going to put up the transcript, the link to the book, and then just uh, help out. It's the holiday season. So the Cash Foundation just gave away $10,000 in holiday meals, and we're going to do more. Go to thecashfoundation.com. Yeah, wear the Fight with Cash merch. 
show your colors. Tell these government gangsters that the truth matters more than anything else. Yeah. And every time a government yeah. gangster mentions my name in their lies, it is a gold medal of freedom. I am so happy and proud to have enlisted in the Donald Trump MAGA army yeah. of truth. And we are just getting warmed up. Yeah. No, no, no. We're going on offense now. We've turned the guns around, and now it's time to go on offense. Cash, uh, honored to have you on here. Look forward to having you back. Working over the weekend, having you back on Monday. Jeff Clark, where do people go? We're, we're, we got to bounce. We're going to have you back to next week because you called this from the beginning. And there's a lot of implications here about actually using this on, on uh, Biden, a report on Biden to get Biden off the uh, off the uh, off the ballot. But we'll fight that fight on Monday. Where do people go in the interim to get more information about you and your great work? Sure. So I'm at uh, Jeff Clark U.S. on Getter and Twitter and at Real Jeff Clark on Truth Social. And the paper uh, about this that anticipated the judge's ruling here uh, is on our citizen site, Citizens Renewing America, all one word, dot com, Steve. I think we're going to run a poll next week. Mike Davis was saying it when he's kind of cut off at the end about is, is Mike Davis going to be White House counsel and Jeff Clark AG or is Jeff Clark going to be White House counsel and and uh, and Mike uh, Davis AG. We'll run that poll next week before Thanksgiving. The good thing to talk about over the Thanksgiving table. Clark, never change, brother. You're the best, a real warrior. Okay, short commercial break. We'll return after 90 seconds here in the war room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 